All right, today we're in Acts chapter 11, and the last major transition has now taken place in Acts. The door of the gospel has now been opened to the Gentiles. We saw that take place in the last chapter with the conversion of the Roman centurion Cornelius and his family. And what we find here in chapter 11 is further reflection on that event. We see some initial uh, criticism that Peter received for going and fellowshipping with the Gentiles, criticism that uh, would not continue after he explained to them the vision that he had received from the Lord. We also, in this chapter, get a glimpse of one of the great early churches, the church in Antioch. And as we will see later in Acts, Antioch was a great missionary-sending church. So let's think about a couple of things we find in here in this chapter. Um, let's think first about blind spots and critical spirits. At the conclusion of the previous chapter, um, we were told in Acts 10.45 that the, the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because of the grace and salvation that had been given to Gentiles just like the Jews. Great things were happening by the gracious hand of the Lord. Uh, when Peter returned to Jerusalem, however, things briefly changed. As soon as he got back, we read that the circumcision party criticized him saying in Acts 11, 12, 11, 2, you went to uncircumcised men and ate with them. Well, the circumcision party was most likely Jews who had converted to Christianity but still held very strong beliefs in the necessity of being circumcised and keeping the law of Moses. Thus, when Peter mingled with Gentiles and did not require that they be circumcised upon their profession of faith, they found reason to criticize him. And so they did. As we keep reading, though, it becomes clear that they were criticizing Peter over something that they really did not understand. Uh, we were privy to the vision that Peter had, had gotten from the Lord in the last chapter, but they were not. When Peter told them about the vision that he had been given from the Lord and how the Gentiles had come to faith in Christ and the Holy Spirit had been given to them uh, as Gentiles, just as it he was with the Jews, they changed their tune. And it says in verse 18, they glorified God. But think for a moment about their criticism. Those who were criticizing Peter had a blind spot. They were ignorant of truth that had been revealed to the apostle Peter. But the knowledge they did have puffed them up. And they tried to use it to criticize another brother. We all have blind spots and are all too often critical of other people on the basis of it. If anything, scripture says we're to speak the truth in love rather than a critical way. Ephesians 4.15 even more pertinent are the words of Jesus when he tells us to first take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye, Matthew 6, 5. What does it mean to see clearly to address someone else's uh, uh, fault or, or, or troublesome spot? It means to be so thoroughly familiar with your own shortcomings that you approach someone else about theirs in absolute humility. Moreover, you take the time to find all the specks in your own eye. Uh, and when you do that, you might come to realize that what you had against your brother was not really a violation of the truth, but rather only a violation of your own preferences, which should never be the standards by which we judge anybody. We all have blind spots, and when we don't realize it or care about it, they make us proud and can make us unjustly critical like Peter's critics who were in the end found to be in the wrong. Well, let's think finally about uh, grace and steadfast purpose. I love one particular verse we find here in the section talking about the church in Antioch. 
The church in Jerusalem was hearing reports about wonderful things happening among the Gentiles in the church at Antioch. So they sent Barnabas to go check it out and report back. And in verse 23 it says, quote, When he came, that is Barnabas, and saw the grace of God, he was glad. And he exhorted all of them to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. I love that verse. It begins by remark, remarking first on the grace of God that had been given to that church. We had already read in verse 21 that the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. So the gracious hand of the Lord was on that church, and great things were happening. Verse 23 continues, though, telling us that Barnabas, quote, exhorted them to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. Bar Barnabas did not encourage them to just sit back and enjoy the grace that God had given them, and just sit back and watch everything happen? No, he exhorted them and challenged them to remain faithful and continue in the faith with steadfast purpose. This is what it looks like when the gracious hand of the Lord is on a people. God doesn't do mighty things for them uh, only, but he does mighty things through them and with them also. You can tell the grace of God is on a church when it is filled with people who remain faithful with steadfast purpose. Those are just a few thoughts from Acts chapter 11 for today.